Hello all, this is Inexplicable Shorts, and my name is Brandon Utstrom, and today we are taking you behind the voices with none other than Michelle Casanova, the very first person I brought on who has graciously decided to help out my cause. She's been in basically every short we've done and has been absolutely killing it. Michelle, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing, Brandon? Not too bad, not too bad. I just want to start this off by asking why your sports teams are absolutely the worst. Why is um, Seattle actually, absolutely the worst? The Mariners are killing it right now, so... Mm, I don't yeah. want to bring the Pirates into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are on a 14-game winning streak. 14. Uh, so there you go. I think we won 14 games in the last three years. Sounds you had to right. go right to baseball, didn't you? I did. All right, of course you did. Well, I want you to know because I'm because I'm petty. I looked up the stats. Pittsburgh has mm -hmm. 17 sports championships across all major sports, ranked eighth in the U.S. Just saying. Seattle has five and a three-way tie for 21st in the U.S. alongside Cincy and San Antonio. Okay, okay. we're done with this. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like numbers? What's the problem? I mean, it's in the heart, right? It's it's in the heart. Well, that's what I said. Yeah, we have more heart. Do you have more heart? That sounds like a loser talk, just saying. Okay. <laughs> I'm only messing. I'm only messing. Everything's fine. I did want to ask, though, too, uh, where did the Twitter handle come from? Awkward Asian Succubus. I need to know. <laughs> um, I actually have a – well, I was, I was on Facebook, and I had a pretty big following for my group. Oh, wow. And uh, that's, that's the name that we came up with for me. Because oh, yeah. I'm awkward and uh, apparently also Asian and deceptive. <laughs> it fits. It fits. Not bad. You mm -hmm. rolled with it. I do. You uh, have since left Facebook, though. You don't like Facebook. No, I'm I'm done with Facebook. I'm too old. <laughs> you're too old. Now you're making me feel like I need to get off pretty soon. I mean, you're not wrong. The only other thing to get into is that you have a very, very cool job. I mean, you I, you told me from the start, you're like, I'm thinking, you know, who is this person that I'm meeting? What is she going to be doing? And it turns out you're just saving lives during the pandemic. No big deal. Yeah, that's that's what I do. You got some, um, you came up, you came up with a new protocol to save lives for COVID, you were saying? you Well, well first off, why don't you tell people what it is that you do for those that okay, don't know? So I am uh, I'm the chief communication supervisor for a private ambulance company. And yeah, when the pandemic started, after we had our first one in Washington, I decided uh, this is probably pretty serious because it was showing that it was serious in all the other places. So we started a protocol where we pretty much use PPE right off the bat if they have any of the symptoms. And I'm pretty sure our numbers were pretty low, even though we were the first in the U.S. to get COVID. Wow. That's amazing. That has to be pretty demanding all the time. Are you still feeling that even now? I mean, I know you're working crazy hours. I am. I work insane hours. Like I've, I've been working mornings, nights, pretty much all the time. But uh, we have a great team, and it feels good saving people. <laughs> I bet it does. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it does. That's pretty good. You know, it beats cleaning toilets. I'll tell you that much. I mean, they could get crabs or something, right? Because you get that from the toilet. 
That's what so I tell you are myself. saving people from STIs. <laughs> Crabs are what get me up in the morning, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> but on the side, you also do, of course, voice acting. What made you want to get into it? I remember when I first heard your audition, I was like, this was the first time I put out auditions. I was nervous. I was like... I don't know how this is going to work. I don't even know if I want to bring people on to this thing. I mean, obviously, I'm so glad that I did, but I, I uh, you did a really good waitress. Go ahead. You did a really good waitress. So <laughs> I do do a very good waitress. I, yeah. I do a great sexy waitress. I tell that people all the time and they just give me a look, but I think it's jealousy that they it's can't do as good a sexy waitress as I can. Yeah. What made you want to get into it? Well, you said it was something for fun, or is this something you'd be serious getting into? I mean, I, I, I fear, I figure if I offered you money, you wouldn't not take it, but. <laughs> I mean, mostly, honestly, it's for fun. Like, I obviously have a job full time, like, like you do. And yeah. I just thought, hey, this sounds like a good time. And it is. Do you have a, uh, a favorite role that you've done so far and with us? I don't know if you've done anything outside of uh, Inexplicable Shorts, but do you have a favorite role that you've done or a moment or a story? Honestly, Grace Ball is still my favorite. Really? Yeah? Yeah, because it feels uh, feels a lot like my personality, so it was a good time. Oh, that's awesome. That was, that was totally different from the other ones that I had written. It was just one person. It was one monologue the whole way through. But I also want to move into uh, the one that came after, Purgatory. Now, I had mentioned to you before that this is what absolutely blew my mind. Uh, I'll walk the people through it who are listening who don't know. Maybe they haven't read it. Purgatory just came out this week. Uh, but it circles around – I'll try to stay spoiler-free. It circles around a guy who we start – wakes up on a beach, no clue where he is or what he's doing, and uh, in comes this woman – who is immediately holding a knife to his, his neck. So not only is he disoriented, he has no idea what's going on. Here comes this woman that he recognizes from his past holding a knife and starts threatening him and sweet talking to him and, you know, manipulating him. And it turns out that she is his ex lover. She was going through cancer and it's revealed. I guess I can't really do this without getting into spoilers, you know, but, <laughs> He cheated on her while he had the cancer, while she was going through cancer treatments with her home care nurse. So basically, this is her space. He's supposed to be in purgatory, and she's exacting her particular brand of revenge, which just so happens to be birds picking him apart and tearing him limb from limb. And uh, she equates it to what cancer is like. And uh, as I'm messaging you, and I'm like, you know, this is going to be our first time working together on a short instead of just you the whole time. I said, I was very excited. And then you messaged me. You're like, Oh, you know, I love this. I think this is the best jet. And I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm so glad you love it. You were like, yeah, this, this exact scenario happened to me. <laughs> and I remember I was at work and I took a huge pause. I stopped what I was doing. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, no, this, you, you said this exact thing happened to me. You, like my mom and, and everything. And she had gone through that. And I was, I took a pause and I took a step back. Uh, and I said, Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. And I remember asking you, do you, are you still okay to go through with this? And you said, no, it's fine. Can you speak a little bit about uh, how that related to you and how that worked out? Cause I, I absolutely couldn't believe it. 
Yeah, I honestly couldn't believe it either. Obviously, I was reading it before um, I did the voice acting for it, and I was like, holy, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, this seems like the same thing that happened with my mom. Um, so it's not quite exactly the same, but pretty much. Um, she was with this guy, and while she, maybe for 10, 15 years, and so she was diagnosed with cancer and it was not looking good. So while she had cancer, he was chatting uh, with people online and he was cheating on her with this woman that he eventually married. But yeah, like he left her while she was in the last few months of her life. Oh man, that is so horrible. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was pretty not great of him. No, sure. Absolutely. And I'm I'm glad that you felt open enough to talk about this. I wasn't sure whether to bring it up or not. So I'm glad. Thank you for being able to open up about it. On to a bit of a happier note. You had mentioned before that you are English isn't even your first language, which is amazing to me because you speak it so well. You know, the crazy thing is I've been told, like, at, obviously, my job is over the phone. And when I've met people in real life, they're like, ooh, I knew you had an accent. After they see that I'm clearly Asian, I'm like, okay. <laughs> clearly Asian, she says. <laughs> like, do I have an accent, though? You don't really have any memories of the Philippines? You were little, you said. I think you said five years old. Yeah, I think I came here when I was like four or five. I just remember it being, um, well, traumatic for me. So I don't really have very many memories. I thought this was the happier portion. <laughs> You thought it was a happier what? I thought this was a happier portion. <laughs> it was. I didn't know there was trauma. I thought you were just from the Philippines and it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was totally interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, anyway, okay. So moving on, <laughs> moving on, moving on. What are some other hobbies that you have besides doing voice acting? Oh, I'm honestly pretty boring. Um, I have. Me too, actually. My dog, Tux, he's amazing and great. And we just hang out, like road trips, uh, comedy shows, concerts. Oh, I used to actually shows. be a DJ. Oh, you used to be a DJ. Oh, that's awesome. How long did you do that for? Um, I just did it for like a year or so. It was for college. and uh, But I have also been through like, or I've been to maybe over a thousand shows. Wow. Yeah, it was part of the whole thing. That's awesome. Wow. So you must have loved doing that. What made you stop? Um, I also got too old. Oh, really? <laughs> That's yeah, a young person's like, game, huh? Yeah, whenever I go what? to concerts now, I still feel like I can mosh. Nope, not a thing. <laughs> no, yeah, it is a thing. What are you talking about? It is a, it's very much not a thing. Not for me. Not for old people. <laughs> I don't know. You, you ever see some of these metalheads? They dive in there head first, I feel like. Uh, there's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're sounding kind of judgy. What's the reason? I am judgy. That's the <laughs> She's like, what? I, I admit it. What's one of your uh, favorite shows that you've been to? Ooh. Um, well, I am an emo kid still. And one of my favorite shows is when I saw Taking Back Sunday and Brand New at this very tiny theater in Seattle. Ooh, that sounds nice. I never heard of them. 
Oh, goodness. It's because you're like 12. <laughs> 28. Thank you. 28. Same thing. Same thing, maybe. Yeah. No, that sounds, that genuinely sounds awesome. Traveling is awesome. Seeing a bunch of shows. What are some of the uh, comedy shows you've been to? Um, well, I've seen uh, Dave Chappelle. I've seen. No kidding. Yeah, I've seen him a couple times now, and I've seen, oh, goodness, Tom Segura. Uh, I know he's looked down upon now, but Louis C.K., favorite comedian. Oh, but he's still, he was so good. He, he's hilarious. Um, but, yeah, I've been to a bunch of comedy shows. Oh, man, that's awesome. I've been to see Brian Regan a few times. That's it. You've, you've definitely – I can tell you that you're speaking my brother's love language he, right now because he's trying to get me into – Louis C.K. and Tom Segura. He has his podcast with, uh, what's his name? Do you know Tom Segura's podcast he has with, oh, I can't remember his name. See, uh, Anyway, he's trying to get me into them. I've only seen one Dave Chappelle special, which is oh. blasphemy, depending on who I'm talking to. Yes. <laughs> She's yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah, we, need a, we need a host with some class, please. Bring them in. <laughs> <laughs> I would say culture, okay? More culture. Than- <laughs> <laughs> They're all on Netflix. He keeps texting me every day. He's like, you got to watch those Dave Chappelle specials. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yes. No, I, I, I think that's awesome, man. You're off seeing shows. You're off seeing comedy shows. Is there anything else that you do in your spare time? Um, I mean, I used to do photography as well. Photography oh, and, yep, mostly just hanging out. Yeah, that's cool. And like I said, I'm I'm pretty boring too. If I'm not, you know, putting together these shorts, I'm trying to. I'm going to work, coming home. I have two cats. Okay, so I you're wish- like crazy old cat lady. Oh, I know everyone says it, and I am, and I never thought I'd be that person, but I am. I am very much that person. Well, that's but- not true. You were going to school for something kind of crazy. I was. I was. I was. It was uh, nuclear medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Nuclear medicine. I was going to do like CAT scans, CT scans. Cause I saw when I was, I'm a, I was at school and I was one of the LED boards came up with an ad and they were like, uh, you can make $75,000 in two years of an associate's degree. I was like, Oh, that sounds amazing. Why don't I do that? And then I started looking into it and learning the human body. And it was amazing. I was like, Oh, you know, this is something I'm actually very interested in. And I got into it. And then, you know, I took a, my last elective was a writing class and from the writing class on uh, my teacher was like you know you're you're pretty good at this you should think about doing this instead of you know i don't want to be the one to tell you what to do and i was like it reignited a love for me in doing this uh the writing and the uh writing short stories specifically um so that took on many different forms before i got to where i'm at now but uh i'm 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 very glad we we landed here and I'm glad you've been here uh, along the way. It's been great. Yeah, me too. So we'll keep moving and see where it goes, see where it takes us. Um, hold on one second. Okay, I'm back. Sorry. Cats were clawing at the door. Mm. I had to shut the door so they don't get in. I'm already that crazy cat lady who can't keep them out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> Take up knitting and whatever else. Oh, I also knit. Oh, you knit? Yep, mainly just uh, scarves and beanies. Oh, cool, cool. Do you sporting them out in the world? you wear them to work? No, I, I actually make uh, little bags for uh, 
homeless people and I put them in there. Oh, really? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm allergic to uh, wool, so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, that works out great for you. Yeah. No, but look at you. You're, how long have you been doing that? Uh, forever. <laughs> forever, at least. Yeah, since I've been like an adult, so like 90 years. <laughs> 90 years at least. No, that's mm -hmm. amazing. Do you go to a shelter or something? Do you have like a cause you go to? Um, no, well, not for this particular thing that I do. I just, when I see homeless people, uh, let's, I just give them a bag filled oh, that's with awesome. things. That's, that's amazing. Are they like super grateful? I'm sure. Well, I think they'd rather have cash, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Maybe. Good point. Maybe they can sell it, you know? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you made this yourself? I love it. <laughs> I mean, that's not all that's in there, but yes, they're not like, oh, great. Thanks for this cash. <laughs> <laughs> what, what other stuff do you put in there? Um, I put in food and water and um, like a. They're the blankets, the Nylar blankets, I think. Um, and little notes. Oh, you make little notes? What do you put on there? Uh, just gross stuff. Gross Not stuff? Not like mean, like nice things. <laughs> <laughs> is it gross, but also nice? Yes. Why, why is it, you know, you just say keep on going, keep keep moving. Yep. Kind of, yeah, sweet stuff like that. Sweet stuff, but also gross. Why is it gross? It's not gross. Look what you're it doing. Is. You're making the world a better place. Sure. Yeah. Why are you so much better a person than I am? I don't do anything for homeless people. I just. I it's because just... all of the trauma that we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> There's no drama. There's no drama. No trauma. Oh, trauma. I thought you said drama. That too, probably. That too, probably. Man, I, it's great to get to talk to you. I didn't know all this stuff about you, you know, helping out homeless people and you're saving people's lives every day on the job. And now you're doing voice acting for fun and you're, you were a DJ and you're going on thousands of shows and you have seen Dave Chappelle, <laughs> which is yeah. obviously the most impressive of all those things. <laughs> no, that's, that's incredible. I, I'm I'm really blown away and I'm I'm glad we were brought together and I'm glad you've been helping me do this. It means a lot and I can't thank you enough. Yeah, I am a huge supporter. I love all of the shorts that you've written. They all surprise me. And I'm like, I did not expect that. Like, <laughs> do, I just, do I just not read enough or are you just really great? Like I I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, slow it down, slow it down. I'm not used to taking time. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm I'm glad you enjoy it. I you know I don't read either. That's the problem. People, maybe I shouldn't say that, but I never read. And people always tell me you can't write if you don't read. But I just I don't know. I'm much more I interested. Think in true. You don't think that's true? No, because I feel like obviously if you don't read and you write these stories, then that just means that you can't uh, copy somebody else's work. Well, that's true. Yeah, you that's have your true. own ideas. I was going to start a series on uh, going and diving behind the shorts, but I'll get into this very quickly uh, about in passing specifically 
for anyone who hasn't read it yet, it's about a doctor who is running late and is, uh, meets this woman on an elevator. That's based off an experience that happened to me, except obviously I was the housekeeper and there was another <laughs> housekeeper. It wasn't a doctor, uh, but I thought another doctor would be more interesting. Uh, you know, someone who's in this busy, super important life next to a housekeeper who's obviously life still important, maybe not as busy, not as time consuming. And I get on the elevator with this girl that I started working with. And she's like, why don't you start pulling on the other side of the door? And she's, she's like, I, I looked at her and, you know, just like my character in the story. And I'm like, so what are you talking about? And she's like, well, why don't you start pulling on the side of the door so we can get stuck? And we'd actually tried it every time we'd get on an elevator and it never worked. So yeah. writing it in the story that the character that it actually worked, you know, I was like, well, that's, that's a happier ending than, than me. We, we always tried, we could never get out of work. And it, it, <laughs> it was just us going about Honestly, our thing. You know, when I first read it, I was like, oh, is this going to be like a porn thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I said in the bumper before the short story. Because I, I always write the bumpers and I'm like, oh, this, 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 this sounds like a totally different story. <laughs> this, this, this tightly wound doctor with this, this girl in the corner who's real <laughs> laid back, wants to stop the elevator. <laughs> I'm like, I need, I need to the next people. one. <laughs> It's not super sexy for anyone who's going to listen to it. It's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not super sexy. But, uh, well, I'll dive into other shorts, I think, in the future. I have We have a lot of good stories. I have a lot of good stories about some of them. Some of them are true. Some of them are just, I don't know where I pulled them out of. I don't do drugs, though that would explain some of them, I think. I think mm -hmm. people will read or listen to them and think he's got to be on something. But... I'm not. I'm just doing my thing, and I've had Michelle here with me to do it with me, and I hope you've enjoyed our conversation. I think she's lovely. I think she's even better person than I realized that she is. She makes me feel bad about all the good I'm not doing for the world. I don't bring homeless people knitted anything with anything inside of it. I've actually had a time where there's a McDonald's by where I used to work. The homeless people hang around there all the time and I feel bad for them. And I look over at them and I, you know, and I'm like, wow, I should do something. But then I, then this loudspeaker comes on and the way is like, so what do you want to order? And then I just make my order and then I just go about my day. So we're, you know, I'm, you're a much, much better person than I am. I just want you to know that you are a much, much better person than I am. I, I mean, I'm, I can't read stories. So what? I can't write stories, which also help people, right? We're that's just true. doing different things. I try to entertain them. That's true. I try yeah. to bring entertainment. I do my best, and I couldn't do it without any of you guys. Uh, we're working to grow every day, every week. I couldn't do that. I'm. I had this conversation with my brother not long ago. He was like, "You know, you're very spoiled with your your voice actors." I said, "I know." Um, tell me about it. I said, "I got this. I got Michelle. We got Rico. We got Adam." Uh, we've had people that have come on, very interesting people that I've met that I've talked to through my writing, and it's been absolutely wonderful. I can't wait to get their stories and get them on here and talk to them. And um, I mean, we have Rico who did uh, just did a Netflix show. Did you see that? I don't know if you've seen that on Twitter. He's, he did. Yeah, he's absolutely killing it. So, you know... I, we're going to have some very interesting people on this moving forward. We're going to get their scoops, get their stories. He's doing Netflix shows. He's doing stuff with video games. I think he's going to phone parties. 
Oh, yep. I saw that too. <laughs> I saw, yeah, man. I'm like, why is everyone living their lives? Everyone just, just got to know now everyone that comes on the show is going to be infinitely more interesting than I am. Just wish just lay that down now, but no Same matter here. what, having a ton of fun and I'm, I can't wait to grow. Thank you, Michelle, for coming on and talking to me for a little bit. It's been a blast. Of course. Hey, I have one more thing before we go, though. Absolutely. Go. Have you ever seen Deuce Bigelow? No. No. Okay. Well, this isn't going to be as funny to you, but anybody else, like the reason why I got into this was because I do this really great impression. Oh, let's hear it. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, so yeah, do it. <laughs> All right, so there's a part in this movie, well, obviously he's a gigolo, and um, there's one lady, and she says, uh, did you say steak? He <laughs> says, no, no, I said mistake. And she says, oh, you got me all excited. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know that I'm using that voice moving forward. Copyright be damned. <laughs> That's gonna be. <laughs> I had sure to do that. I was like, screaming, "How have you not heard of Deuce Bigelow?" But... Yeah, I had to do that because I was like, "He's gonna ask me how I got into this," and I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna do this really great impression," and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go as soon as we're done and go off and and listen to it. I'm sure it's gonna be completely spot on. I'm gonna laugh. My yes, ass off. it is. <laughs> she's like it is you should be very proud i am very proud that was awesome why are, where have you been hiding that voice all this time we've done uh, we do it for everybody but apparently <laughs> people who have never seen deuce bigelow so there you go <laughs> oh that's awesome thank you michelle for doing this can't thank you enough absolutely you can find Michelle Casanova on Twitter at SuccubusAsian, as well as Instagram at AwkwardAsianSuccubus. And don't forget to check out an all-new short story dropping Tuesday here at Inexplicable Shorts. Until then, be kind, stay safe, and let your imagination run wild. Thanks for listening. We're out.